Hello everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of the 100 series Everyday Awesome Podcast. I am Juwan Arrington and we have another awesome person living right here in the Quad Cities right now. He is tearing it up in the realm of photography. You've probably seen his work on on Instagram already. Uh, he's doing weddings he's doing headshots he's doing he's doing just about everything his stuff looks absolutely amazing and i have him on here today to share a little bit about him his business and all the things he has going on here in the quad cities so reese osborne thank you for coming on here man thank you so much for having me today i really appreciate it thank you thank you thank you um for all those at home who don't know who is reese osborne so my name's Reese Osborne. Um, I'm not originally from here. I'm um, from Nashville, Tennessee originally. Moved to the Quad Cities about two years ago. Um, moved here for my full-time job um, and continued photography from home to here. Um, and that's just who I am. Um, Reese Osborne, don't have a lot of friends. Um, I meet people through photography and that's the greatest thing about it. It's absolutely cool too because me being a a photographer yourself it's just an amazing way to network and you know just a great way to to get to know especially when you're new to the area just getting to, to know the area getting to know people who, who live here um so let's go ahead and let's talk about how did you get into photography long story short it's a long fun story but um back in nashville um, i was working about 90 hours a week between three different jobs um, i needed a hobby i needed to find something out of that realm um, which led me to photography i did it in college um, but stepped away once i graduated and um, started it probably a year and a half after i graduated college right before i moved here um, progressed to uh, portrait photography of people um, then I went to wedding videography um, moved here continued portraiture um, and weddings um, as of the beginning of 2020 I quit weddings fully um, to um, give more time to my family friends um, and just get more connected with people in a photo um, and then today I continue uh, mainly portraits of um, people, men and women, um, to write a story about them, uh, couples to write a story about their love, um, and families to share that happy mm -hmm. smile between one another. And how, like, when uh, when you were you were getting in, into photography, kind of talk about the process. Like, like, what were some of the things that you you did starting out um, as far as learning, you know, how to shoot? Because there's a lot that goes into into you know, getting, you know, or being a photographer, you don't just pick up a camera and go. I mean, you can do that, but there's a lot of other you know, necessary things that, that you have to do you know, if you're going to be you know, taken seriously as a photographer. So what are, what are kind of some of the, the different things that you, you had to, to, to go through uh, to get to where you are now? So in college, um, that's where I learned um, how to do minimal things, how to work a camera, how to shoot a photo and take a little bit of video. Um, after that, when I got my own professional camera, <clears throat> I went straight to YouTube, um, self-taught on YouTube, watching hundreds of hours of YouTube of how to use different cameras, how to do different techniques on cameras, how to capture people differently, what to say um, when capturing someone to make them feel comfortable. Um, so all credit out to YouTube um, and the massive um, videos I've watched with certain amount of photographers that I follow to this day. Um, from there, from learning all that, it's all about um, we as people were always scared of 
in some way meeting new people saying hey I want to take your photograph um, and it's all about curbing that stomp of just reaching out to your friends starting with friends and family saying hey can I take photos of you I just need to learn and teach myself how to do something better how to work with somebody better and from there um, to this day um, I live and breathe to try to defeat the uh, sliding in the Instagram DMs uh, since we all have the perception of what that really is uh, my way of sliding in someone's DMs is saying hey um, I love your content on your Instagram. Uh, I love your um, passion. I love the way you look um, with like your style um, and just wanting to capture them, but to also get them out of their discomfort, um, make them try something new to maybe and hopefully um, uplift them in some way. See a photo of them differently than they anticipated and just to see another bright light in them that they never had seen before. Cool. And I, I totally understand exactly what you're talking about there. As far as um, you know, getting people you know to feel comfortable, and I think that that's like the really one of the big um, things a photographer can do is to make the person or, or persons that you're photographing is to feel comfortable. Um, what what are or some of the or if you want to name names, you can or because obviously we do collaborations a lot as photographers. Um, who are like some of like the the people? Because I know that we both have probably worked with some of the same people. Um, before, but who are some of the people that come to mind as far as collaborations that 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 you think stand out um, to you? Since moving here, I've worked with so many different people. Um, I've worked with um, a certain sorority at one of the college campuses that helped broaden my network a lot more, um, and that's helped me meet a lot of people in the local area. Um, into anyone in particular, I think everybody's been unique in their own way. Um, everybody shares their own light to me, uh, shares their story with me because my photos, and I would imagine yours too, um, each person has a different story and it's how we write it through a photo and how somebody perceives that um, story. So I don't think there's anyone by specific name I can say, hey, that person changed my life because I think all of them have. Right. That's cool. Um, what about your style? How would you describe like your style of photography? Mm. So the I think the two mixes between like photography it's that you're light and airy and you're moody and grungy kind of like tones. Right. Me, um, I slide more to the moodiness, but then I also call it a natural skin tone. So I add those dark colors, those dark complexions, and uh, but then I try to keep um, the natural skin tone of a person while still showing their beauty in the photo. So nothing too bright, nothing too dark, kind of right there in the slick middle, mm -hmm. uh, kind of, we could say like uh, the commercial, have you ever seen the commercial of like the Snicker bar commercial? Yeah. To where you eat it kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. So I imagine my photography would be like that. You take a bite of the Snicker bar, you take a photo of that person, nice. they see it and they brighten up. I like that a lot. I like that. When you posted a picture probably maybe a, a week or maybe two weeks ago, it was, uh, I think it was in a subway, and um, it was a, a woman, and like it was like right as the subway car was going past. It looked freaking amazing, man. You did Thank a really you. good job with that one. Thank you. I like that a lot. Yeah. That was, really, that was a really cool shot. Yeah. She, the person you're referring to, Abby Wayman, she's uh, from the Quad Cities originally. She moved to Chicago uh, to continue her school um, and then hopefully her career. And she's one of my, we could call her Chicago models. Um, I go out to Chicago and we shoot all the time. We have a multiple different spots from rooftops to subways and we just try new things. Uh, get get us both out of our comfort zones because we're comfortable and we sh we've shot together multiple times. Do you travel a lot for for 
um, for what, what you do uh, in photography, whether it be for collaborations or, or business? Yes and no, we can say. So like um, the farthest I've traveled since moving up here would be um, all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, I have a really good friend that moved out there to now with, is now with his fiance. Um, and they're some of the friends that are close by. All my other family is back in Nashville, Tennessee. So they're the closest um, with like local friendships. Um, so they're the first, furthest I've traveled. Abby Wayman in Chicago and my other friends in Chicago, they are the next furthest. And then really northwise would be Dubuque, south would be Peoria. So not really super far, but not super short either. All right, cool. Um, at what point did you um, find it, your, or what point did you make the decision that you, know, you were gonna you know, start pursuing photography more seriously as a business? I think it was um, in Nashville, so mm -hmm. probably a few months right mm -hmm. after I started. Um, I shout out to the lovely couple that allowed me to capture their wedding uh, with a GoPro. Um, since I did wedding videography for two years, um, they were my first stepping stone that opened up a whole new network of what I could do. Um, and that was probably the point to where I really stepped out and said videography was a thing. It's awesome. It's so cool to write a story of love at a wedding for a full day and three to seven minutes. With photography, that's always been like something I progress every day. It's something I try something new with somebody new every day. So that, I mean, professionally, I wouldn't consider myself a full professional. I would so, um, call myself a work in progress because I don't think um, even as a photographer that's been doing it for three years now um, can be a, can be perfect at it because there's something we always need to work on something right. that we always need to learn um, so I would say we could say 2017 whenever I started this whole okay. journey of grabbing a camera myself cool cool and um, and uh, I see this a lot with photographers here in the area where and um, this is goes for myself included where you know Photographers will do some work as a collaboration with other people, but there's also the work that they do um, to to make money. Uh, where do you find that happy medium of collaborations and and uh, clients? So with me, uh, it's kind of like a mix of things. So uh, I found that like yes, at the beginning it was all about money. Hey, I want you to pay me to take your photo. Over time, I've learned that like money doesn't serve everything. I've learned that taking a photo of someone uh, can, can transform their life more than money can afford. So nowadays, I do a lot more what we could call, call collaborations or me defeating the Instagram, sliding in the DMs. I do a lot more of those nowadays than I do for charging a client um, or client model, whatever we want to call them. But um, happy medium, um, I don't think there is one. I think uh, you're either happy doing it all or you're not happy at all and then that's where I think you need to find in yourself where your own happy place is for me a happy place is taking a photo of someone uh, I take more photos of women than men um, that's just how it how right. it has gone um, so if a woman is happy with that photo I've taken of them and they see that light in themselves that they didn't see yesterday um, I'm happy enough with that. That is worth more than money can afford in my eyes and for anything I can do. Very cool.
Very cool. Um, what are some of the things that you do to uh, to stay focused on on your goals? So I work full time at Rock Island Arsenal, um, and then I'm a part time photographer. Um, after 4:30 and on the weekends, as I like to say. Um, with that, I think a lot of people might agree, um, but being a creative mindset 24/7 is tiring. Um, it's hard to do that 24/7. So um, to meet my goals, I separate that life versus my work life. Um, and going to my full-time job from 6 to 3.30 every day, um, that helps me get away from that creative mindset. And then during the week, I take off days of shooting people, and I might just focus them on the weekends just so I can have time to myself to find ideas, to find those people to collaborate with or clients to work with. Um, but taking time for myself versus um, always giving it to others mm -hmm. because I think self-love uh, that's the, a thing I preach is loving yourself and uh, treating yourself to an extra day just to mm -hmm. alone time um, I think that's what helps me get to what I want to do is just taking that afternoon to myself versus hanging out with friends or taking photos of someone um, just to rejuvenate my uh, my brain from right. a full day and I think that's a, a, it's really good that you do that too because a lot of things, or a lot of, that I've seen from other people is that they will experience burnout. And that, you know, they'll, they'll work and work and work and work and they'll be so caught up in what they're doing that eventually mm -hmm. they'll, they'll hit that, that breaking point almost. Yeah. And they'll, they'll, and like they'll lose that drive of what they love because they did it too much. Yeah. So I totally, I'm totally there with you. That sometimes you have to know when to stop. No matter how much you love doing it, there, there has to be a point where you have to, to, to stop to stop doing it to you know take time for yourself yeah uh, so that you can, so that you can't continue to do you know, what you love doing and that was one of the things with my weddings uh, that I filmed uh, most of my clientele was back in Tennessee so um, to make it more affordable for a couple I would drive to Tennessee that's an eight and a half hour drive um, so I would drive there and back um, spend 12 hours on site and most weddings um, Yes, you have your unique couples with their unique wedding or unique love or whatever it might be, but a wedding day for a photographer or a videographer, you pretty much have a schedule. Um, you have you walk in as an experienced wedding um, service provider to the couple. You know what you need to get versus what you want to get. So you walk in, you're getting everything you need to create that wedding film as you see fit while trying to throw in your mixes and matches of custom customization for it. And that just gets repetitive. And then that's where, in my personal opinion, if I didn't quit wedding, for wedding videography at the beginning of 2020, I was gonna get burned out midway through. Um, so that's why I took the personal decision to step away for a little while. Um, <clears throat> and maybe um, coming back to it in the future. Um, but as of right now, I'm happy with what I do. Um, but definitely burnout is a thing. Um, if people say it isn't, praise you I don't know mm -hmm. how um, but right. it definitely is a I think everyone needs to sit back and relax and enjoy their their own time to this I was every once in a while so uh, what are some uh, some projects you have coming up or some some goals that you're working on go here in 2020 so one of the biggest ones uh, currently in the works is um, kind of planning a collab um, with a couple um, a hairstylist two hairstylists at um, house of 
Haas of Her. Haas of Her? Yeah, that place. Cannot pronounce it. Never been there. So working on a collab with them, uh, a makeup artist, um, and then one of um, my models that I have shot already. Um, it's going to be kind of like a boho style kind of thing, beachy vibes, okay. field vibes. It's going to be really cool, and I'll hope. Uh, we'll see. It depends on the weather that day and how her and I are feeling in the creative aspect. Um, that's probably one of my biggest things I'm, we could say, pushing forward um, to. Anything else, it's kind of like last minute um, in a way. Um, it's finding somebody new, their vibe is cool, or somebody's reaching out to me saying, hey, like, I really need photographs done. And a thing I preached uh, at the beginning of 2020 is if a photo for you is going to be more worth um, than just a photograph, if it's going to help you, if you're doubting yourself, if you're... Um, you're having too much thoughts in your head. Whatever it might be, if my photograph can help you, you don't have to pay. Um, so I have those clients that come all the time that say, hey, I really need this for XYZ. Um, and I go from there to learn about them a little bit more to then photographing them and then we becoming friends. Um, so probably the biggest goal is just continuing to hopefully um, help people seek that self-love in themselves, to love themselves extra today love themselves better today than they did yesterday and more tomorrow. Okay. Cool. And um, you've, you've mentioned that a lot with helping people love themselves more. Talk about why that's important for you to help people see that in themselves. I think it's a weird perception nowadays that um, if you look on Instagram, you look on all your featured accounts, it's a um, person, typically women, um, to where um, it's been perceived that you have to um, do a photo shoot without clothes on, or you have to show more skin to look good. Um, yes, I've done boudoir shoots, I've done those shoots before, but I think that whatever you're in, feel comfortable, confident, and beautiful but also get out of that discomfort to then see that you can do this without having to be in your comfort outfit. You don't have to do your typical outfit you'll wear out with your friends every single day of the week. Um, but self-love, it. I worked with a local um, individual, um, the Gray Matters, um, Haley DeGreeves. I got introduced to her from the sorority she's in, and uh, she's one of the people that preaches about suicide awareness. And uh, from her, that kind of helped drive the vision as well. Um, just seeing like how much she brines up people by her word, um, and how much like my photos have helped her in some fashion, or helped others see that, hey, if she can do it, I can do it. That's helped drive the whole self-love um, that I preach to people, that you need to love yourself more than you did yesterday than you do today and more than you do tomorrow. Love that a lot. Love yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Uh, what are some little little tips or little little pieces of advice that you'll give for any other aspiring photographers out there or even just you know entrepreneurs in general, uh, some things that, that they, they can do to help themselves get up to a good start? So in particular to a photographer, or a, we could call it, a, everybody can be a photographer, um, but for the people that want to get into it and want to take photos of people, um, one of the most stressful and hardest things to do until you curb your own um, discomfort um, is just to keep going. Don't stop learning. Uh, however you might learn, um, I find more learning opportunities on YouTube than I might in a person. Um, but also seek a mentor. Um, 
YouTube can do great things, but it's also learning hand in hand with someone in particular um, that can help you drive just a little bit more. Um, with entrepreneurs in general, but also deals with photographers, cliche, don't quit. Uh, there's going to be many times where you get tired. You, you're like, I can't get what I want. What I see online is not what I'm getting. Well, that's you trying to copy someone. So why don't you create your own niche? Why don't you create your own style to where you love it, people love it, then it just makes everything better. But the biggest thing is just keep striving even though the times you want to quit um, and it looks like that you can't progress, there's always room for progression. I, I think I can speak for you too that um, we're both not perfect. We always there's always room for growth. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just keep going forward. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. And there's always room for growth in ourselves. Good stuff. Good stuff. Is there anything else that you have or that you want to share before we sign off here? I think one of the. Um, coolest things that I've learned along the way is yes I want to for example yes I want to take photos of someone yes we have these people that we reach out to to take photos but um, taking a little bit extra bit of time to learn about them means the difference uh, it can mean a friendship or just a client um, I, I highly preach that um, every photographer gives everyone the respect that they deserve, um, but also learning their story, um, learning who you're capturing, um, why they smile, why they frown, why they give you a pissed off face, um, why they give you that selfie face that is the what they call the uh, risque, like typical straight face in a photo. Learn why they do that and it can help you perceive a better photo, capture them differently, um, and just to create your own style in general but that's all i can really think of that's awesome man i love it appreciate it man thank you so much for coming on here man appreciate thank you, you so much i really appreciate you having me today all right and everyone at home thank you for listening to another episode of the 100 series everyday awesome podcast stay tuned stay subscribed and we will be back here again next week with another amazing person thank you again and as always i will see you soon